All right, hey everybody. Welcome to another edition of Chewing It. I'm Kevin Heffernan, and on behalf of Steve Lemmy, thanks for joining us. Um, we just got back from our tour, our Midwest tour, and we decided to do something kind of fun. Um, we uh, recorded a bunch of segments for this podcast on the road. Uh, basically, Lemmy and I logged a lot of car time. We drove about 1,500 miles over the last week, and uh, we decided we would record podcast segments on different legs of the trip so you guys could feel like you were joining us for our uh, road trip. So basically, it's just us driving around shooting the shit and uh, going from place to place. And uh, we had some fun stories, so uh, I hope you like it. I mean, there, there's a little bit of a, uh, excuse the uh, audio quality, uh, being on the road, there's a little bit of a hum there from the from the road, but uh, you get used to it, you'll be alright. Um, we uh, we uh, hit, you know, all those towns that we mentioned earlier, we hit Kansas City, Milwaukee, Chicago, Des Moines, Minneapolis, and we had a great time, so... Um, Enjoy, enjoy the podcast, little segments from the road, little funny, silly segments from the road. Um, we're home for a little bit, but we're going to go out in July again, uh, and uh, the dates are all up on the website, heffernanlemmy.com. Uh, on July 18th, we'll be in San Francisco at Cobbs. July 19th, we'll be in Portland, Oregon at Hawthorne Theater. Uh, July 20th, we'll be in Seattle at the Sunset Tavern. And then we head up to Canada for three nights. Uh, July 21st, we'll be in Victoria at Club 919. And then um, uh, July 22nd, we'll be in Nanaimo, and that's the Queens. And then on July 23rd, we'll cap it all off in Vancouver Fan Club. And so we're excited to get up there. I haven't been to Vancouver before, so uh, it'll be the first time for me. Um, so anyway, uh, get your tickets. They're online, uh, heffernandlemmy.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at heffernandrules. Lemmy is at Steve Lemmy. And, um, yeah, come on, say hi. We had such a great time this week. We'd love to see as many people as we can. So, um, all right. So that's that. Uh, why don't you guys enjoy this, uh, little road trip podcast segment. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Chew it. Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it. With a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast straight. Chew it. They're going to get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're going to get funky on this podcast thing. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, this is uh, Steve Lemmy. And Kevin Heffernan. And this is a new episode of Chewing It. This is the road episode. Can you hear that hum in the back? That's because we're on the road, driving. We are driving from Milwaukee to Chicago. And, uh, ooh, I don't know if you can tell, if, uh, ooh, but we just road. we just switched from, like, a grooved pavement onto a nice black Stretch of highway tar. Mm. I want to chew this tar. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, just you know, we're gonna try a little something special here um, with this podcast. We wanted to give you a, a full experience of what it's like, uh, 
on on the road with us when we're doing a little tour. Now this tour is different from the, the ones we've done in the past. Usually what we what we do is like we'll go to a city for a weekend and do five shows there at a club. Um, now what we're doing is going to multiple cities in uh, in stretches. So we have already been to uh, where was the first stop? Kansas City. And then, and then we were. Your brain's already fried. My brain's from where we were two days ago. You know, Kev, Les Bon Jovi said, "Sometimes you tell the day by the bottle that you drink." <laughs> so Kansas City was two nights ago. Last night was Milwaukee. Yep. Tonight we're in Chicago. Yep. The following night we are going to be in Des Moines, Iowa. Right. And then we're going to close it all out in Minneapolis. A fun road trip tour. Yeah, and uh, and we're going to bring you all along that tour for this podcast. But who knows? We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about uh, right now. If, if this podcast turns long, then uh, you know, then forget it. Screw it, right? Then fuck it. We always say. Right. But okay, so that's uh, so that's what we're doing. Okay. So uh, we are on our way currently to Chicago from Milwaukee. Kev, how was Milwaukee last night? Milwaukee was awesome. But Milwaukee's always awesome. Like Milwaukee, the crowd was great. The venue was great played this place called the Miramar Theater, which is starting to try to have like a comedy kind of uh, presence in Milwaukee, and they were, they were a great, great club. If, uh, it, you know, if you are um, a comedian and and you are looking for a cool place to perform in Milwaukee, I would definitely go back to the Miramar Theater. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, you know, as they're saying, there actually really isn't such a huge stand-up comedy presence there. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, we have been there before. We played a place called the Pabst Theater. Yeah, and uh, which is you know Paps who makes PBR and all that stuff, and we actually had a funny, a funny experience there one time because I don't know if you know this, but Milwaukee, they're a big beer drinking town. They are. They are. I didn't know that. They are, and and we made a movie called Beer Fest. We did. We did. And uh, so those are two great tastes that taste great together. Sure. We've been told our crowd tends to drink a lot. Yeah. And you know we know this. You know, from the wait staff and the owners of wherever we are where we play, they say, holy shit, your crowd drank more this weekend than any other comedian's crowd drinks in two weekends. And in fact, we were playing with the Pabst Theater in Milwaukee. They came backstage before the show and said to us, you have done something that has never happened in the entire history of the Pabst Theater. And we said, what's that? And they said, you guys sold us out of PBR. Now remember, this is the show had not even started yet, but our fans came to that place and drank all of the Pats in the Pats Theater. Because we have a classy crowd. They are a classy crowd. They know good beer when they see That's it. That's right. They walked in there and said, Pats? Give me a PBR. Yeah. And, and, and make it six. Sure. Pats Blue Ribbon! Yeah. But what, I mean, you know, like in, in Milwaukee, I mean... We toured there for Beer Fest. You had some funny experiences with drinking in, uh, in Milwaukee when we were touring on Beer Fest. Yeah, I think we were promoting Beer Fest, and we went to this, like, bar where we did some promotional event and played beer pong and whatever we did. Yeah. And it immediately turned into, like, a just a, a beer fest. It turned into a beer fest. Yeah. And some dude, like, walked up to me and, like, shoved this contraption in my mouth and it was like a bicycle pump. And I'm like, what the heck is that thing? And it was like a bicycle pump that they put beers into. What was that? Was that our... Did we miss our exit? Yes. <laughs> That's what happens 
Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, Kevin missed, uh, Kevin is driving, and he was so distracted with his story that we missed the exit. Oh, man. You pay online. Seven days to pay. Okay. Well, it's just like you got the cash thing was way over to the side, so we just went through the toll. Yeah. Without a toll. All right, well, we'll pay online. Yeah, we got seven days to pay online. Fuck it. You'll remember to do that, right? Ah, yeah, no. Okay. That's, see, you know what? You know what's the beauty of it? That is why we did this podcast from the road. Right. Because that shit is real life. It was. But we'll do it. The honor system. The great state of Illinois will get our money. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, what was I saying? Okay, so we're out there, and we get a... Um, this guy shoves this thing in my mouth. It's like a bicycle pump, like a, like made out of glass or something like that. Yeah. And it got, and what he did was he poured like six beers into this pump, and then stuck the thing in my mouth, and then like plunged the the plunger on the pump, and six beers like shot into my mouth yeah. in about two seconds. Just the way you like it. Just the way I like it. I didn't like to taste it. I just like to drink it. Yeah. No, it was uh, ridiculous, and it was one of those like only in Milwaukee things, and that was like, but that. That is the way you like to consume things. Like like when you eat your M&Ms, you just swallow them whole. Yeah. There's no need to chew. <laughs> Chewing. It all goes to the same place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just say, you're cutting out the middleman. Yeah. And so, um, but that, so that bicycle pump thing got me a little bit wasted. And then it kind of got weird, like, we, we were on a stage... They introduced us there. We're on a stage, and like someone like handed me a pitcher of beer. Yeah. And uh, the crowd started like chanting to chug the beer, chug it, chug it, chug it. And I like took the pitcher and I started like chugging the pitcher, like that scene in Beer Fest where I, I'm drinking against the uh, English guy. Remember? Yeah. And so I'm chugging the pitcher of beer, and like about halfway, through, not halfway, even like you know, a little ways into it, I have a moment of clarity. Yeah. Like it's like you know like. Like for Michael Jordan when things like slow down and go into slow motion yeah. when you're in the game. It was like that. Or like I, Neo with the Matrix. Exactly. I was in the Matrix. I had a slow motion moment as I'm chugging that pitcher of beer. And the moment was, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like I'm standing on a stage chugging a pitcher of beer because people are chanting at me to do it. Yeah. You're like a monkey. You're like a, yeah. a, chug, a chugging monkey. I know. And then I said, you know what? I said, fuck it. And I stopped. I was like, what the I said, fuck this, and I got rid of the pitcher of beer. Yeah. Whoop. Pussy. <laughs> fucking. That's what you guys all fucking said. Fucking pussy. Um, but I had my moment of clarity. By the way, there is, we've been to a bar in Austin, Texas called the Chugging Monkey. Do you remember that? On 6th oh, yeah. Street? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, it's funny because I remember Stolhansky, I think somebody shot the, the plunger down his throat too, and I remember like he was trying to sign an autograph. He was trying to autograph a poster, and his hand didn't even, like the pen didn't even come in contact with the poster. But he thought he had signed it, and he was like passing out on his feet and had to be carried into the back. <laughs> right. I remember that because they had cheeseburgers waiting for us in the back. Yeah. Well, you know, Wisconsin cheese. Yeah. Was there meat on that burger? Or was it just a cheese? I don't even know. I didn't. Sw- I didn't chew it. Okay. Okay. I just swallowed it. Okay. Now, speaking of chewing, and just to fully maximize our road. But that's our. But that's our Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee always had a great time. I had a great time last night. Yeah, great show. Great show. Milwaukee's fun. You know, it's like yeah. they don't take stuff too seriously. They party. They have hard winters. Look at that place, Six Flags. We're passing a Six Flags. This is on, we're on ninety four, heading south to Chicago. Yeah, and um, we should stop there and hit, hit a roller coaster. We might, except I'm, I'm stuffed full of uh, of uh, eggs in a basket. You're stuffed full of Cracker Barrel. Yeah. So we just 
We just ate a Cracker Barrel. Another great part of being on the road. Oh my God! If I, if I could select one restaurant to cater my life, <laughs> it, it would be Cracker Barrel. You, you like, they did your wedding, right? Did Cracker Barrel cater your wedding? Uh, they did. Did your wedding? Yeah. Your wedding? Yeah, they did. We had uh, you know all the sweet tea and uh, and eggs in a basket you could you could eat. But really, like I would, if if Cracker Barrel was the restaurant next to my house. I would eat so much egg in a basket that I would actually turn into a, a, a chicken in a basket. Or what the hell did I have? Egg in a basket. Well, what, and this thing, they, they, they cut the hole out of the toast. And yeah. And put the egg into the toast. Yeah. And, cook it. and I, I pop those eggs sunny side up, and then you just sit there, you eat it. You eat the little hole, the bread hole that they cut out, too? I do. Okay. I do. That's pretty cool. Why not? He's got feelings. <laughs> you don't want to be left out. No, I'm, I'm going to eat everything on that plate. Okay. Love Cracker Barrel. All right, well, that was a good... Cracker Barrel was awesome. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, so, now, Kev, what is your feeling about uh, driving versus flying? You... Uh, there's something, uh, you know, romantic about being on the road. And I don't mean romantic like, you know, making lo- me and you making love. I'm talking about the romance of America. What would be so wrong with it if we were to make love, Kev? No, no, but I, I, that's a different thing, though. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or times whatever. Are, times have changed, man. I guess man. they have. Oh, you know what, Kev? I'm going to tell you this. Yeah? I'm gay. <laughs> and I and I love you. And there's there's no man I would want to spend the rest of my life with more than Holy you. Holy shit! Wow. This is uh, this is what happens when we go on the roads. Like Dude, the road changes a man. After 20 years, uh, while we're on Route 94, we leave Cracker Barrel. You get a little eggs in a basket, and all of a sudden you tell me you're gay. Is and that then, the way it works. Yeah. And then you're gonna get some Stevie in a basket. <laughs> you know. Um, no, I was talking about the romance of being on the road and and and, and, and you know driving this great land like we did. Uh, um, the other night we decided that we would want to, uh, we needed to do radio. We needed to get from Kansas City to Milwaukee. We had to do radio in the morning. And we decided to drive it. Yeah. We drove eight hours straight overnight. Yeah. And we had a great time. We had laughs. We wrote some comedy. We, it was a good time. So yeah. I, I think being on the road is awesome. You miss that a little bit when you're flying around. But I guess what, the thing that I miss a little bit, like we have a great um, relationship with the TSA people. Uh, they've always, we've... We've always had some good times. Like, for some reason, like, it's cops and military and TSA. Yeah. They love Super Troopers. Yeah. They love it. They love it. And we always have, you know, fun TSA moments for some reason. Both, you know, both in person and behind the scenes. Because people badmouth TSA. They, they talk about how they don't like doing it. I, I never have a problem with it because they always seem to be very, very nice to me. Yeah, well, first of all, the TSA is here to protect us. Correct. You know, so anyone who's badmouthing the TSA and those lines should just shut the fuck up. Because remember, like, one time we had a producer who uh, wanted us to make a movie about the TSA guys, and it's like, I can't stand those guys. You can take the piss out of them. And it's like, well, why would we do that? No. We like the TSA Yeah, guys. no, that was, his pitch to us, I remember, like, he... He came and, and he was like, you know who's really fucking dumb are those TSA people. You should do a movie about where you play TSA guys. Just be idiots. We were like, fuck you, dude. We told that guy to fuck off. Yeah. We were like, we travel we all like time. the time. TSA. Yeah, the, first of all, those people are our fans that you're insulting. Yeah. And second of all, you're they protect your ass, you motherfucker. God damn it. I hate fucking communists. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that guy... To slam an American institution like the TSA is a uh, communist. That's not nothing to do with communism. Well, it, I grew up during the Cold War, so shut the fuck up. You're a commie. You're, you're mixing up your political... You ever heard of McCarthy? Yeah, I heard of him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. But anyway, TSA guys, always have fun with them. Yeah, we always have fun with them. It's funny because, like, uh, I remember there was one time we were uh, in the airport... And we got recognized. Yeah. Remember that? And uh, 
the guys were excited to see us online, but then somebody was standing behind you. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the thing where it was like, you get to the TSA line, and you get up to the front, and the dude's like, holy cow, you know, Super Troopers, Beer Fest, dude, whatever. And so he asked me a question, and I started to answer the question, and then all of a sudden he wasn't paying attention to me. And there's a dude standing behind me in line, and all the attention has gone to that guy now. And it turns out it was uh, Troy Palomalu. Yeah. Of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude with the hair. Yeah. The dude that does, like, the shampoo commercials with head and hair. Sh- head and shoulders. Right. One of the greatest football players of all time. Yeah. And uh, Two-time but, Super Bowl champion. And very unassuming-looking guy, uh, you know, out of the pads. I didn't even recognize well, him. Well, there were a couple of women, Lady TSA agents who I saw looking at him from far away, and I could read out their lips, they, they were saying, I thought he'd be bigger. Right, which I thought, too. I did, too. And he had the hair in, like, a bun or something, so he didn't, you didn't notice that it was him. I, in fact, I was, when I was looking at his hair, I was like, I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> then he showed me his dick. Yeah. And I said... I didn't think it would be that big. Uh, no, but, uh, so anyway, uh, the TSA guy dropped me like a fucking lead potato. Yeah. Is that a good metaphor? A lead potato. <laughs> I mean, you're mixing your metaphor. I know, but that was kind and of... And I like it. That was kind of a fun So thing. there would be like a Led Zeppelin and a hot potato. A hot potato. Uh, he dropped me in a second and then turned his attention to Troy. Your, your new rock group should be called Lead Potato. I know. That would be awesome. That would be. Like a bunch of Irish guys? Yeah. Metal Irish. Metal. Irish metal. Dude, we don't have that, do we? No. An Irish metal band called Lead, Lead Potato? Lead Potato. Or, that, I mean, that describes pretty much every... We love you, Lead Potato! Put your hands together, Dublin! For lead potato Top of the morning to you Yeah Here's mud in your eyes With their big hit Top of the morning to you Yeah <laughs> Lead potato Dude um, I would like to hear, buy that album Lead potatoes Top of the morning I know Faith uh, and Bigora So that was the Troy Palmolo thing Which was kind of funny But they, there were other things Like there was that time Where we would travel around And um we did that show with Broken Lizard, and we'd bring all the props around, and we had uh, a bag with a bunch of dildos in it. Yeah, we had two purple double-ended dildos. It was for a, a Super Trooper sketch. Not for pleasure, it was for business. It was for business. We wrote those off on our taxes. But they also had a gray scent. They had a, they were grape-scented. Grape-scented. Remember that? Yeah. They had a strong grape flavor about them. In case grape scent. You I, didn't to... never, I never tasted them. Are you saying you tasted them? No, no, you could smell the oh, grape. Oh, okay. Right. Smell the grape. Okay. But um, there'll be another uh, great lead potato song. Yeah, smell the grape. Yeah. So right now we've got top of the morning, right. faith and bigora. Yeah. Smell, smell the, grape. the grape. Okay. Okay. And okay. Um, so anyway, they. So uh, it's funny because you know you always get those um, the little uh, notifications from the TSA when they've gone through your bag. Right. They put a little paper in your that says we have inspected your bag, and yep. uh, we would. Always find that inside the pouch where we kept the double-ended dildos. Right. They would always put a little thing in, we've inspected this bag. And it's always funny, like, you wonder what they thought when they would open that bag up. Find a bag full of dildos and put a little yeah. note in there. Do you think they orig- initially thought the dildos were well, bombs of some kind? Look at this guy's coming. Oh, man, that guy blew right by going, us. I'm going like 75, that guy's going like 100. Yeah, that guy's going fast. Okay. Um, you know, Do you remember, I don't want to be too crass here. Do you remember the time that I uh, shat in my pants <laughs> at LAX? You defecated in your pants in the uh, TSA line? Well, no, it was. I like, do, I do remember that, and it was, a, it was a funny and sad story. It, like what happened? Because this is not like you were a kid. 
this is happened like a couple months ago. Yeah, we were we were flying to a show in Texas. Yeah. And we were in LAX, and we had just given the bag to the lady, and it was my bag was going away on the conveyor belt, and I released. By the way, this is your last warning. If you don't want to hear a little poop in the pants story, you should walk away now. Okay. Fast forward. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I went to release my first little gas of the day, and accidentally pooped a, a touch in my pants. Right. And I had nowhere, and we were late for the plane, so we had to get. We had to get online, mm-hmm. and then the TSA stopped us, and they wanted to all take pictures. Right. And so, you know, me being the polite guy, I am I still continue to like spread it on and do all the, like the you know the scowling faces and the artificial smile faces that right. I like to do. Knowing that you had a, a visitor in your pants there. Yeah, yeah. a little fellow had shown up to uh, uh-huh. to escort me to the plane. <laughs> so that was an awkward TSA experience. And so what did you do after you you got through the line and then took care of your... Got through the line and, and cleaned it, you know. You couldn't... You never thought about going back to your bag and getting... No, remember, because the bag was... Right. When I was doing it, it was going down the conveyor belt. It was, sure, you know... Sure. It was waving goodbye to you. Yeah, I didn't All want... your clean underwear was waving goodbye to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was I supposed to do? Like, stop and be like, wait, stop that bag. I just shat my pants. <laughs> sure, Mr. Leem. <laughs> okay, Mr. Lemu. Mr. Lemu, happy to get you a, a fresh pair of underwear out of your and so what? You just went in there and cleaned yourself up, dumped the underwear, and yeah, yeah, I went into the like I went to a bathroom and uh, okay. cleaned myself. It was awk. Sure. It wasn't the greatest uh, experience. Sure. But it was a TSA experience. It was. You got, you got some. But they got good. But little do they know those pictures they have are of you with a yeah crap in your pants. Yeah, that's a little Easter egg. Right. They, they have it on their Facebook page, and you have a crap in your pants. Yeah. All right, well, I think that this, that's a good way to end our little <laughs> Is it? road segment. Our first road segment? Yeah. So uh, we were not going to tell you where we're going to come to you next, but it will be Chicago. Wait, you just said we're not going to tell you, and then you told them. I teased them, and then I delivered on the tease. Okay. This is, you know, this is, uh, this is the end of Chapter 1. Okay. And so um, we'll do Chicago tonight, and then we'll, uh, we'll check back in uh, tomorrow. And, uh... Yeah. Well, you know what? We should come to them uh, backstage. From the Chicago gig. Don't promise anything you can't deliver. Well, I can deliver. The question is, can you deliver? I always deliver. Like the mailman, bro. Always deliver. Yeah. Just a day late. (laughs) You should try email. They call me AOL. Do they? Outdated? Because I put it... No, no, fuck you. (laughs) Outdated. I still use AOL. So do I. No. They call me AOL because I put it in your inbox. Okay. You hear what I just said? Okay. That shit's clevs. Yeah, that's really good. That shit's clubs. All right. All right. Um, all right. We'll see you for chapter two in just a second. Okay. Chapter two. The road from Chicago to Des Moines, Iowa. Is that your uh, announcer voice? That is it. It's kind of Brian Cox-ish. That's, that is Brian Cox. What's your invitation of Brian Cox? Yeah. He's narrating our road trip. Yes. Gentlemen... This is Chief O'Hagan telling you that this is Chapter 2 of Kevin and Steve's Chewin' It Podcast on the Road Edition. Let's do it! Let's chew it! That's good. It'd be nice to have Coxie in the backseat with us, wouldn't it? I would love to have Brian Cox, a.k.a. Chief O'Hagan, in the backseat of our car at all times. As we drive from Chicago to Des Moines. Say, look at all the open space out there! Corn as far as the eye can see. 
If you close your eyes, you can just smell the corn. Well, but we are. Here we are. We're on the road. We're on uh, 88. Yep. And we're heading uh, west from Chicago to Des Moines. Had a great show in Chicago last night. Oh, time. man. You know what? Like, they should all be like that. Thank you to everyone who came out to the Chicago show, because you guys were awesome. It's just... And, and this is not to say that our other stops have have, uh, have not been good. You know, the, the Milwaukee show the night before was was great, too. Yeah, no, this is just what's fresh in our mind. This is this post-mortem on Chicago. Post-mortem. Post-mortem, let's do it. Let's speak Latin for the rest, the rest of the drive. That gets a little antsy in the panties. Um... Yeah, Chicago was great. I mean, you know, Chicago's a fun city, regardless. Yeah. We were at the Abbey Pub. At Abbey Pub, a, like a rock club. Great spot. Really a great, if you, same same thing we said about the Miramar Theater, this is a great spot for comedy. Yeah. You know, uh, a um, you know the, the downstairs, and then there's a balcony running around. Uh, yeah, they packed them in. It was a good, rowdy crowd. We had some fun with some audience members on stage. All, all kinds of good stuff. And then, uh, you know, I thought it was cool is after us, then, to close out the, the night of entertainment, there was a Guns N' Roses cover band. <laughs> guys, those, are awesome. those guys are awesome. Called uh, Reckless Life. Right. After the song Reckless Life. Right. And, uh, you know, it's it was cool. You realize with, with like, a cover band, the, it's the lead singer who needs to look like the dude. Yep. And then, you know, if you have a lead guitar player who also looks like the dude... Right. Then you're in business. Like, the Stones cover bands I've seen, they always have a mix. They've always got a Keith. But these guys didn't look so much like Guns N' Roses, but they sounded like them. Like, Axel was a little thicker. He was... He wasn't, he wasn't wisp, wispy like, like Axel. Or like heroiny. Yeah. But he had, the good, he had that Axel voice, that good Axel voice. Yeah, and... And the Slash guy was... He didn't really look like Slash, but he had the hat. He had the top hat and, right. you know, a version of long hair. But he was ripping it up on the guitar. He was. And then, you know, that... I mean, that was like... Do you remember when we saw that... Um, they, and they were... Yeah, they were good. They sounded great. Yeah. Reckless Life. If anyone's in Chicago, hire those guys. They're good. Uh, we saw that one cover band, the Beatles cover band. Remember them? Yeah, we were in like... Where the fuck were we? Nashville, maybe? We were at the... Knoxville? Knoxville. We were at the APCA. APCA or NACA? Con- college things. Like a college convention where all these acts go, like musicians and comedians and uh, magicians and things like that go to perform for the student entertainment groups who then hire them and book them to play their colleges. We were actually there not as, like, comedians. That was, like, 20 years, 15 years ago? What was it? Yeah, we were there with our first movie. It was probably, like, 1998 with Puddle Cruiser. And what we were trying to do was show it so that people would then, uh, you know, rent it and play it at their their college. That was a great road trip. We drove down there. We drove down there. We did. We drove down to Tennessee. And uh, that actually was a whole funny chapter in our lives, like, uh, because, like... Uh, well, first of all, there was this cover band there, Shout, the yeah. Beatles cover band. And, you know, you would see them on stage from far away, and it's like, yeah, like the, the John Lennon guy facially looked like John Lennon, but his body was more of a pear-shaped <laughs> John Lennon, like a little bit like Grimace from uh, McDonald's. Right, but they had the wigs. They were wearing the wigs. Right, but you don't... That was my first taste of that. Of, of that. Like, you didn't realize from afar that they were necessarily wearing wigs. You are just like, oh, like they, they've quaffed their hair perfectly. And then... I remember, like, the the Ringo Starr 
when we were walking out of that convention that night. So they performed. Yeah. This like little bald dude came up to us, right. and uh, and was like, "Hey, uh, uh, how was that band Shout?" And we immediately recognized him as being the Ringo Starr, but without his wig. And he was out soliciting opinions yeah. of his own band. Just want to get some feedback because he was out of his disguise. Yeah. Or in disguise now as a little ball guy. Yeah. Just saying, hey, how was that bench out? Like, oh, they fucking sucked, dude. Oh, man, they the were The drummer? Bunch- Holy cow, the guy doesn't even look like Ringo. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a little ball guy. Yeah. <laughs> you could be in that band. Yeah, you should be Ringo. You look more like Ringo than that yeah, guy Yeah, Jesus Christ, that guy. You think Ringo Starr, when he wants to be incognito, puts on, a, like, a bald cap and walks around? Hey, what do you think of, of the Beatles? Puts on some lifts. Yeah. Walks around. Gets all tall and bald. Um, all right, so anyway. Wait, hold on. Oh, go ahead. That, that, I'm actually thinking, I mean, that's a, that's a, there is some funny stuff to talk about that, that convention. We'll, we'll give you a quick rundown. There was like a, there was a psychic, remember that psychic Banachek? Yeah. And yeah. he hated us, because we were the bane of his existence. Yeah, well, he pl- he played himself off as like an awesome psychic yeah. for the crowd. Yeah. But, but like, we walked into the, okay, so we were staying at a hotel where all of the acts were staying and also all of the students and I remember, like, the bar was called Knuckles, the hotel bar. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And you'd go in there, and it was like the bar from Star Wars. Like, with, like, all the different performers. Like, there's magicians and musicians and psychics, comedians there. And we saw Banachek, the psychic. He was talking to a girl, and she had a purple wig on. Right. And we walked by as he said, so uh, what color is your hair under there? And we were like, well, you don't know that, Banachek? You should know that shit, bro. You're you a fucking psychic. And that was like that was his first taste of us as we walked into the bar and, and But we undercut his rap with the chick. Yeah. And then Unfortunately. I remember like we ran into him in the bathroom. Yeah. And it was like we were drunk. Yeah. And we we're like, hey Banachek, there you are again. We keep running into you. And he's like, Yeah. And we're like, but I guess you probably knew we were about to walk into this bathroom. I bet you knew we were coming in to take a piss, right? Yeah. And that's is that why you're here? Because you knew we were gonna be here? And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, getting super annoyed with us. And then finally, out on the floor, we started harassing him again. And we're like, come on, do a trick, Banachek. Come on, prove you're psychic. What color's my underwear? Come on, what color's my underwear? Yeah, I'm not wearing underwear, you fucking fraud. (laughs) But then he finally was like, okay, okay. Uh, You want to see a trick? I'll do a trick for you. And uh, he said, write something down on a card. And so we wrote the word Swedish fish on a card. And he said, now put it in your pocket. And then he put it in the pocket. And then he he started asking a series of questions. And somehow he got onto the topic of my green card wife. And he said, uh, I think what's written on your card is the word Sweden. And then we pulled it out. We were like, holy shit, Swedish fish. But he did blow our minds. Yeah. Did we figure out how he did it or no? I think we thought... We cynically assumed he must have seen me. I was so drunk, I, I showed it. Right. Maybe not. Maybe he's psychic. But then we went on that whole riff of, like, if he really did have those psychic powers, he would not be on that uh, circuit of that carnival show. Sure. He'd be on Leno. Uh, he'd be, like, you know, r- ruling the world or something like he'd that. Have, right? He'd have a, uh, a standing permanent gig in Vegas. I know. Jesus, okay. Him and, like, you know. Okay, okay. Kevin has tired of this topic. No, yeah, we were... I'm just Logie, you know. I just we just ate. Oh my God! We had a, we stopped off at a at a place called the American Barn Grill, a real slice of Americana. Somewhere off this road, in you know, western Western Illinois. Yeah. Somewhere, some little 
Dinery type thing. In a town called Sterling. Illinois. Now that I remember, our Yelp, our Yelp told us so. Yeah, we stopped off at this place and got ourselves... Because here's the thing. If you've got the word American in the title of your restaurant... Right. Or cracker, we will come and eat <laughs> or there. Or barrel. Yeah, or barrel. Or we, cracker. This one had a, It was like the American bar and grill. So it was American, and it was a bar, and it had a grill. Yeah. That's it, all you need. Yeah, and we walked in there, and, you know, we were a little dubious at first. Right. But then the waitress turned us on to their special of the day, a little something called cheeseburger chowder. Holy cow, I've never even heard of cheeseburger chowder before, but let me tell you something. Give it to us. Let me tell you something. Give it to me. You know I like chowder. You you love chowder. Let's put a pin in that. Keep going. You love chowder. And they throw cheeseburgers in that thing. Oh, man. And not only that, but she, she touted it. She she really played it up, how good it was. Say ha, Describe how she sold it to us. Um, she said to us... Yeah, they have potato soup, but you can get the potato soup any day. Cheeseburger chowder is a special today. And we're like, well, since we'll probably be here again tomorrow, <laughs> let's go for the cheeseburger let's go chowder. For the cheeseburger chowder. And she said, it's awesome. Yeah. And it was. It was. I mean, it was hard to tack in a bowl, but it was. But you know what? As long as I could finish the bowl first before my heart attack, I'd die a happy man. Yeah. Guy going to heaven, cheeseburger heaven. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'd like cheeseburger heaven because that that cheeseburger chatter was delicious. It was delicious. Then we as a soup man. So oh, and Kevin is a soup man, and we're gonna get to that next. Next. Then we got the um, fried pickle chips. Oh, so God. delicious, very salty and delicious. Why did we do that? So because I love fried. Because we're on chips. the road, bro, dude. Look at this. You need to have a road meal like that. You know, you stop to get some. That's what you do. Some cheeseburger chowder, some fried pickles. You don't. You're, you know, it's like if there was a gym on the side of the road with a treadmill, we might hit that. But no, if there's an American cafe with fried pickle chips on the side of the road, boom. They did have salads on the menu. I bet nobody has ordered a salad there in years. That's weird. Nobody ordered salad here in 20 years. <laughs> first guys in 20 years to order salad. Let me see. I don't even know if we've got that back there. You want fried pickles in your salad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. You want a cheeseburger on that salad? Yeah. We got a cheeseburger salad. Yeah. It's like a cheeseburger on a bun and then we put some lettuce on it. Yeah, with a tomato. Yeah, that's what we call it. Wow. Um, and then you had a BLT on yeah. Texas toast, and I had a grilled cheese sandwich on Texas toast, and I got to tell you, it was delicious. It was delicious. But, you know, we were fucking starving. What do you want? Yeah. So let's, well, you know, that that, that belittles um, the experience we had. It was a delicious it meal. Was a good meal. Good road meal. Yeah, and a Coca-Cola on the side. That's America right there. Um, let's go back to the soup thing. Kevin... Or people uh, listening to chewing it right now. I, I will tell you this. Maybe you don't give a shit so much about uh, Kevin's um, dietary habits, but I will say one thing is for goddamn sure: if you ever go out with him to a restaurant and there is soup on the menu, you can be sure that Kevin is going to order a bowl of that soup because this kid loves soup. I'm the soup kid. That's what we called Kevin in uh, in in college, the soup kid. I don't know if you never called me that. Or we called you Soupy. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if you did. We called you Chowder Face. Oh, it's Chowder Head. Yeah, like if it's a clam chowder or a French onion soup, if it's just those two things, Kevin is going to be in a pickle. Sure. That's you know that's Kevin's pickle. I love I love soup. If you had to go it's warm, go on. Feels good. I also like to, you know I like I like to have a little something while I'm waiting for my meal. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, it's called an appetizer. Right. So soup is like the perfect thing. It's good food. It is. Now, if you were, if it was clam chowder versus French onion soup, and you were hungry, 
How about how about you're hungry and it's a rainy day? Which are you going? Clam with? chowder. Okay. How about you're at the beach and you're not clam chowder. Okay. Okay. How about you're in soup at the beach? Who eats soup at the beach? You do. I bet. <laughs> how about you're in we France? We should open a soup stand at a beach. Yeah. yeah. Called a beach soup. <laughs> uh, oceanside soup. Sure. Soup and broth. Sure. Um, okay. You're in France. French onion soup or clam chowder? Clam chowder. When are you So it's clam chowder every time What about I, I just like clam chowder A little better than French onion soup What about you're on the French Riviera You're on a French beach Oh French onion soup Okay then. I thought so I thought What if so. you're a French onion farm Yeah French onion Now clam chowder uh, Then I would ask for a minestrone um, Okay I, No I like I mean you know I like good chowder That's why That uh, that promotion that we did For the Slam and Salmon Oh yeah I, I always thought That was a great idea in, in practice It ended up not being A great idea But it was I mean, it was a well. It was thing. fine for us. Yeah, it was great for us. But to be in a so here's what happened at the Slam and Salmon. Um, we decided to do a, a, a press event at uh, the restaurant, the seafood restaurant that I once worked in, which served as uh, you know location wise served as an inspiration for the Slam and Salmon. It was a large restaurant, seafood restaurant in New York City called City Crab and Seafood Company. We've talked about it a lot. We talk. Podcast. We love talking about this right. podcast, okay. and so to promote the movie. They decided to have a, a salmon chowder eating contest right. at City Crab. and they but it was really just clam. It was like thick yeah, clam chowder. Yeah, but with bits of salmon in it. Yeah, okay. I mean, you you are claiming it was clam chowder, but it wasn't. It was salmon chowder. Okay, okay. And, uh, which is, you know, it's like, what's corn chowder? It's chowder with corn in it. Sure, okay. Not clam. Right. This was salmon chowder, and they brought in the professional... Um, eaters to come in, like I remember, Crazy Legs Conti was there. Like those guys, whatever they call it, the Professional Eating Society. They have a name, you know. Like yeah, it's not, it's not society though. It was like a World Wrestling Federation, but sure. of eating food. Yeah, and it's like Kobayashi. Yeah, and all those other guys. Joey Chestnut. <clears throat> yeah, the guys who eat the hot dogs. Jaws. That's Joey Chestnut. He's Jaws, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So all those guys showed up. Not Joey Chestnut because I, I think he's a little more, you know, he's a, a little highfalutin. Maybe. Big for his bridges now, but no, it was a what a great idea. It was let's do this chowder eating contest. We'll have these professional chowder eaters, and then we'll have some fans yeah. jump in and eat the chowder. Yeah. And so the idea was like, how much chowder can you eat in a certain period of time? Whatever it was, I don't know if it was like three minutes or five minutes. It was or, something. It, it was, was enough time for some of these guys to put down gallons of they, salmon chowder. They ate gallons of chowder, and like that stuff is thick. I mean, that's like. Eating a jar of peanut butter or something. I mean, that stuff is just. Oh yeah. And they and it's and it's gross. Oh like, yeah. Like I like a champ chowder, but when that clam chowder starts getting a little colder and a little more congealed. Yeah. And these guys have like beards, <laughs> and there's like there's like chowder in their beards. Oh yeah. Because they're fucking gorging on it. It's, oh yeah. It was unbelievable. I, I wish you could see me right now. I'm I'm cringing. And you're one of your buddies. Yeah, Dave Rose. Dave Rose jumped into the contest. Yeah, Dave the Hose Rose. Um, his last name was inspiration for the character Connor Rose, uh, my character in the Slam and Salmon. Right. Yeah, he got in there and he ate a lot of clam chowder. He did. I mean, like comparative. I mean, those the professional guys ate like vats of it. Yeah. You know, Rose ate some. You know, he ate a good amount of it. But like, the funny thing was, after the competition was over, I walked into the bathroom and I somebody was vomiting there, and I looked and it was Dave Rose. Yeah. Vomiting. Chowder, which is like hard to get up. It's hard to go down. It's hard to get up. Oh boy! And like this thick fucking chowder, he was vomiting. It was just a terrible. 
I don't like I don't like any of it. I still love Chowder though. Chowder's great. Chowder turned me off on Chowder. Chowder's great. Here's here's uh oh yeah well how could it? Chowder's so delicious. But like I remember everyone there. Like you looked around at all the spectators and everyone's stomachs were turning. Yeah, it was like a good idea until all of a sudden it started happening and then everyone was pretty disgusted. Yeah. But you know what was nice was uh, was you know Michael Clark Duncan came to that event and yes, that was, he was that was fun for everybody involved. Yeah. Uh, but they really did a good job of hyping that. Remember, like the guy who was based like the Muff- Michael Buffer. Yeah. Or the Muffer Michael, he came out <laughs> and did like an awesome intro for each of the guys. Like it was a real production yeah. that those guys yeah, put yeah, on. He was like a carnival barker. Yeah, I was terribly entertained by that. That was a wonderful event. Um, and surrounded soup, which made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Here's another thing that I've been meaning to talk to you about, Kev. Yeah. How? Why is it that every time you eat in a restaurant, you spill food on your shirt? Um, like it usually happens at breakfast, you know, like you like first meal of the day, boom, you spill a sauce on your shirt. I think it's there's a couple of reasons. Number one, it's hereditary. Okay. My dad does it. Okay. Number two, it's careless. Okay. So like why? I'm, I'm much more. Food to me is much more fuel. Than anything else But I know some people Like to chew their food Like 20 times And savor the moment It's To me it's I gotta, gotta keep moving You know what I mean Oh you like Like a shark Right So uh, uh, I don't I'm not I'm not very careful The other thing is like My stomach Protrudes Out When I sit down Yeah So like when you sit down At the table Can I also Your chest is out farther Than your stomach is Right Yeah When I sit down at the table My stomach is out farther Than my chest is And so when the food drops that's where it's going to go. It's like you're like a human cumber bun. Yeah, that's where it's going to go. Uh, can, I, can I tell you something? Yeah. Even when you're standing up, your stomach protrudes farther than your chest. That's right. See? Thank you. Um, Especially after that meal. Just, like, I know. Was, uh, what is your favorite food? Um, I guess, I don't know. I'm a pizza guy. I like, I think pizza probably. Okay. What about you? Um, you know, I like uh, chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> Wait a second. That's your favorite food? That's my go-to. A chicken cordon bleu is the fa- your favorite food in the world? Yeah. If I was stranded on a desert island, I would go chicken cordon bleu. That's weird because I don't think I've ever seen you eat chicken cordon bleu. That's because I'm lying, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, you know, it's possible like a Whopper could be my favorite food. Okay. Pizza's my Whopper favorite Jr. food. For you, right? Whopper Jr. Oh, I see. That's a little tiny belly joke. Yeah. You just insulted my little tiny belly. Yeah. Well, you know what, Kev? I don't give a shit about that insult. How much of your lunch did you eat today? I ate 75%. Well, I mean, that it's, depends. That's generous. I had one French fry. Yeah. But half, the, you had half of a grilled cheese No, sandwich. asshole. I got into the second half. And you I, only ate a little bit of the second half so that you didn't feel guilty in front of the waitress. It was the... Te- you nibbled a little bit to make it look <laughs> like you ate some It more. was the Texas toast filled me up, man. Yeah. Those are some big-ass pieces of toast. I know Kev, it's not good to overeat. Aren't you starting to learn this? Well, no, that's not my problem. My problem is that I wait too long to eat, and then I get all fucking pissed off. Well, this is an interesting fact, which I, I can't believe we forgot, and I can't believe it happened, because this also has never happened. We, You did not eat one bite of food in Chicago. I know. We Isn't get, that weird? We got there... No, I had a cookie. Okay. In like 24 hours, I had a cookie. Yeah, and that was at like 3 in the morning. It just didn't work out. But, like, we got there at, like, 4 o'clock. Right. And then, you know, we were staying at a friend's house. Yep. A good friend of ours uh, invited us to stay at his house in Chicago. Yep. Then we went to the venue, and they had food. I ordered a pulled pork sandwich. You yep. still didn't eat anything. I didn't. I, 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 uh, I didn't want to eat before I went on. 
Yeah, but, you know, and then we... But you have eaten before you've gone on before. Yeah, I just wasn't... Uh, I didn't want to be... Uh, I want to be on top of my game, you know what I mean? You weren't vibing that? Yeah, I wasn't vibing on it. Okay. And so, uh... And then just one thing led to another. I had plenty of beers, but one thing led to another, and we ended up back at this guy's house, our friend's house, and, uh... He had some cookies. I had a cookie. Went to bed, got up, and then we hit the road. It's the so my cheeseburger chowder was the first meal I had in God. 24 hours. Um, but that's, no, I mean, it's weird to go to Chicago and not eat, but, you know, hey, what's going on? that, didn't we make up a joke that was like, uh, uh, what did the fishermen uh, say about the mermaid? Oh, yeah, chowder. Uh, okay, okay. Is that something like that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's that yeah. I chowder. You should break that one out tonight in Des Moines. Yeah, I chowder. All right, so we're we are on our way to Des Moines right now, and uh, we're excited. I've never been to Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've been. I don't think I have. We've been to other places in Iowa. Yeah, we've been to uh, Iowa City. We've been. We've been to Cedar Rapids. Yeah. We've been to Cedar Falls. Yep. We've been to uh, Cedar Springs. Uh, we've been to we've done all the Cedarburg, cedars. Cedarburg. Oh yeah, and uh, and uh, Cedarberry. And Cedarville and. Uh, yeah, Cedarton. Yeah, Cedarton was good. Yeah. Oh, they had good barbecue in Cedarton. Oh yeah, we've been to West Cedar. Yeah. We've uh, been to uh, Mount Sinai Cedar. Uh, when do you think we'll eat again? I don't know. Maybe. Can we get there tomorrow. I don't know. I'm. I, you know. I. I uh, I'm planning on eating again today. That's part of the fun of being on the road, though, right? Get all that shit. Like Austin, Texas. God damn it! If I don't have a Frito pie in my belly within an hour of being in Austin, Texas, I'm gonna be angry. You're pissed off. Yeah. I get angry anyway. You're, yeah. I mean, you get angrier than most people when you're hungry. Yeah. No, I've learned that. that that's my. That's my part of my problem is that I get. That's the only time I get angry now in my old age. When you're hungry. Yeah. I don't get angry. I take everything else in stride. When I'm hungry, that's when it gets. That's when I just get angry. Well, it's irrational. It's just irrational anger. Well, but it makes sense though, because like, like if I get hungry, I'll be irritated. Right. But like, there's less empty space in me. There's more of a of a gap to fill in me. Yeah. Well, it's like me. It's like maybe there'll be like a little walnut-sized. Em- why does it get void. worse when I'm old? Or, um. Or it's just more noticeable. Yeah, it could like, be. My wife just knows now. I mean, she knows like if I'm angry that I haven't eaten. That's all. Right. It's like I can go on some tirade, and she's like, "Why don't you eat something?" Okay. And but she just knows. And then you'll jam as much food as you can in your belly. Yeah, that's the problem. Then you then you gorge your gorge yourself like a like one of those alligators on the riverbank. Mm-hmm. Just warming his belly in the mud. Oh yeah, just like cooling off. Can't move. That's me. I've seen you like that several times. I did. I I did. I did it one time at uh, Disneyland. I got pissed off. Like, you wouldn't think you'd get all hungry, angry, pissed off at Disneyland. No, that's like the, isn't that like the happiest place it's on the earth? the happiest place on earth. But, like, I took my kids there, and we decided to get their opening bell, like, 8 a.m. And we're running around, and we're trying to get food. I said, I'm going to get some food now. And there's no food there at 8 a.m. I'm like, there's all these stands, but they're all closed. And so now it's like 9.30. I still haven't eaten them. Now I'm pissed off. And I'm at Disneyland. I should be pissed off. No, it's the happiest place on earth. And I see like a uh, uh, like a churro stand. Oh, I like. By the way, Kevin, you know what? Just now you got me on board with the story because you you had the respect to use my language and pronounce the word perfectly. Churro, churro. And so there's a girl. She's like cleaning the churro stand. Okay. And I go walk over and I was like, Yeah, give me some uh, churros. Yeah. 
And she said, uh, we're not open. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know? And she said, I said, why is there no food? She said, there's no food in the park until 10 a.m. I was like, what are you fucking kidding me? This is it. You take our money and then you get us trapped in here and then there's no food to eat? Jesus. And like, it's terrible, but I snapped on her. How hard did you snap? Pretty hard, like to the point where like my wife was like, Give me stamping on my foot. Like, oh. that's not, this is not cool. Give me a scheme on this woman. Is she a teenager? Is she an yeah, adult? Yeah, she's like, you know, probably Midwestern blonde, uh, sweet girl named Cindy or something. Like, you know, she had like a... Like, a little, like a little Cindy Lou Who? Yeah, Cindy from Duluth, you know, or something like that. She know? sounds like a delight. She was a delight, and I was a dick. And I, but I, I, was, I was appalled. I was like, how can I not get food here, you know? And so uh, uh, she ended up just saying, you know, we don't tell whatever. So I stormed off. My wife like had like a piece of gum in her pocketbook that she gave me. And you and you ate it and swallowed it. Yeah. But I was snapped, and then like, then over over the course of the day, like I would see her because they switch around and they do different jobs there, right? So then she's at like the fucking Buzz Lightyear ride, or okay. she's at the Star Wars ride, and she's whispering to her friends. And it turns out that she recognized me as Farva, and then she like realized that I was a dick in real life. Yeah. Or she thinks I'm a dick in real life. She kno- I mean, she knows you're a dick in real life. But I, I mean, you know, hunger anger in, it's terrible. In Disneyland, it's terrible. It is. Because it, that makes it not the happiest place on earth. That makes it the crappiest place on but earth. But all they had to do was give me, like, a cheeseburger chowder. 9 and 9 a.m. I'm sure. fine. But then you turned it into the snappiest place on earth. That's you snapped on that poor Cindy Lou Who. The snappiest place on earth. Um, all right, folks. Well, I hope you found this installment of our road edition to be entertaining. We are heading to Des Moines. I'd like to say, you know, tune in for the next chapter and tease you a little bit, except the second I say goodbye, I'm just going to introduce chapter three again. Yeah, and who knows when we're, where we're going to be when we start talking again. Yeah, yeah. For us, the pause is greater. For you, it's a one-second pause. But uh, we have something in mind already. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Uh, just a little running commentary. This chapter three is coming a, a little sooner than we thought it was going to. We actually, I turned off the recorder and I've turned it back on now because while Kevin and I were just yakking away about our food experiences in Chicago and all that, we got completely lost. We've been driving for about 25 minutes in the wrong direction. So just... It's not the wrong, it's the right direction. Don't get me wrong. It's the right well, direction. Well, you know what? That's a good name for a song. It's the right direction. Don't get me wrong. But it's just that, yeah... We had, a little, we had a little off track there just because we're laughing, having a good time. We're way late. Okay, so this chapter three wasn't the planned chapter three. No. But uh, here we are, and we're lost. Okay, that's it for chapter three. Down, 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 chapter four. Is it chapter four? It is chapter four because okay. chapter three was us getting lost. Oh, well, we found our way, though. We found our way. We had a, a delightful show in Des Moines, Iowa last night. Well, that was great. That was great. Now we're on the road... To Minneapolis. Driving up 35 up to Minneapolis through this great country. Look at this farmland. It's beautiful out here. Passing some some uh, couple bikers on motorcycles. I mean, that's what I was saying to you. If the zombie apocalypse happened, I'd come out here. Because you can see the zombies coming a mile away out here, man. Oh, yeah, man. These are the high plains right here. Like, you can see for miles. Flat, beautiful. So last night's Iowa show was great. In Des Moines, oh, the show, fantastic! We uh, we played at a place called Woolies, a nice music hall. Really did a good job. They did a great job. It's a great room. They're, they're uh, trying to have like more comedy shows there, and uh, it's a 
perfect room because people were boozing, having a good time. Yeah, things got a little crazy, though. They did. There was a lot of shots that got thrown around. Well, yeah, the problem was, like, um, the shots were also being thrown around by friends of ours. Yeah, and uh, so you, you compound that with the, the other people who were giving you shots. Yeah. And, I mean, I did, like, Jägermeister, Jäger bombs, tequila, Rumpelmans. Somebody had a Rumpelman shot. Yeah. You know what? You know what he said to me? What? He said, hey, I got, you, I got some Rumpelman shot for you. And I was like, oh, yeah, why'd you choose that? He said, because it was the cheapest thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm flattered. Thank I was like, you. why don't you just have him, like, uh, go back and, you know, scrape something out of the slop bucket and throw in a fucking shot for me. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Because he cares enough to send the very yeah. best, Kevin. It's the cheapest thing. I said, give me the cheapest shot. And he gives us what it was. The Rumpelman's and, like, okay. and the grossest shot, too. Uh, so, yeah, so it got a little ugly. Oh, yeah, well, my friend... Um, Got really ugly for you. Yeah. And so, uh, we, uh, you got, you ended up being kind of like surly. I think. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to be surly to that person. Well, we, we were on the line. And, um. So here's what we do after, after each show, just to give you, we do a, a meet and greet after every live show where, you know, we shake hands and take pictures. And uh, we also have Broken Lizard uh, movie posters signed by all the guys. You know, it's a fun thing. We, we meet all the people who are at our show. And so, uh, uh, you know, people bring you drinks and shots and whatever. And so this guy comes up in the line. He's with his girlfriend. He's got three cans of this Leinenkugel lemon beer, right? And uh, he gives one to me, one to Lemmy. And he, he uh, approached us and he launched into the story about, hey, you know, very nice guy. And he's talking about how, hey, my buddies and I... Every year we go on this big kayak trip and we watch your movies and we love you guys and we drink this blinding kugel lemon and it makes us think of you guys. And he's laying out this beautiful little story about his friends watching our movies, drinking their beer. And Lemmy looks at the fucking beer and he turns to the guy and he goes, This beer sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, whoa. You know, he's telling it. He's like, no, let me. It's, it's a good story. You know, he's, telling, he's like, I had this beer yesterday, and this beer fucking sucks. I like the first. I, I like how you're making me out to be like fucking, like Mickey Rourke and Barfly. Like that's how you were. I mean, you think that you weren't, but you were. Well, except this nice guy is telling us this nice story about liking our movies and watching with his friends and drinking his favorite beer, and you just threw out every turn. He was like, you were like, no, but seriously. The beer sucks. And then, like, I was like, Lemmy, just come on. And then you started, you apologize. Like, you'd apologize. You'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, let's take a picture. Yeah, cool, blah, 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 And then he'd walk away and, like, but the beer sucks. <laughs> okay, now, just to give a little background, I had had the beer for the first time the day before. I, I wanted, like, a Sam Adams seasonal beer at, in the Chicago club. And they said, oh, we don't have that, but we do have this Lining Kluger, whatever the hell this beer is. Uh, on tap It's pretty similar I was like Okay I'll try it And they brought me Two pints of it Backstage And it was like Like sucking on A lemon sucrets Or something like that It was like sweet Lemon Like you couldn't even Taste any beer There was lemon juice It was disgusting And that was I, I was Complaining about it In Chicago I was like Oh this beer Fucking sucks Right but When this guy Comes up to you Keep it to yourself Keep it to yourself He's a nice guy He's just drinking what, beer. What are you, my mother? Just keep it to yourself. What? I mean, what, you know, if you don't have anything to say, don't say anything at all. But then, to add insult to injury, 
the dude swaps out. We took a photo with him. He swaps out. His girlfriend comes in. Oh, right. And then all of a sudden, you're taking, like, pictures where you're, like, from behind with her. Yeah, yeah. And, you know? And now he's his smile's fading now at this point. <laughs> I hate broken lizard guys. Uh, you probably just lost us, uh, him and the whole kayak team. Done with us. You think you think right now they're sitting uh, on a river someplace drinking their Lyman Kruger beers, being like, "Those guys are fucking assholes." I never want to drink this beer again. <laughs> they might be. Meanwhile, his girlfriend is off in the tent, just thinking about me. Yeah. Just staring at a picture of me in like a little heart frame that well, she's got. I, whatever. I think we should just say sorry to that guy. You didn't mean to be rude. I didn't. Nor do I mean to to make light of it. Now I apologize yeah. to. My friend in uh, in Des Moines. Des Moines. I apologize for criticizing your beer <laughs> and for ruining the story. And I apologize for p- posing your girlfriend in a doggy style pose. She didn't fight it, by the way. But I'm I apologize. She, you know. Well, but that's what happens. You know, it's a rowdy show. Good rowdy show. It's a good rowdy like show. Everyone was drunk. They're buying shots lefty righty. You know, people are puking. You know. Well, in fact, something happened to you last night. Yeah. Which was that. Uh, you know, my friend Ryan, who is... Um, I thought you were going to tell us that story. Well, I thought we were going to tell it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, we're definitely telling a story. Oh, good, okay. Then, then you tell it. He was the one. Ryan, he's like six foot five. Yep. Like 280. former uh, college football offensive lineman in Iowa. Also, the, the, uh, like the state champion of the University of Iowa. Uh, he was the heavyweight wrestler. For the, the the Hawkeyes team, and former state champion or national champion, uh-huh. basically Macho Man Randy Savage, this right, guy, right, right, right. and uh, he was the one who was leading the charge with the Jägermeister shots. Yeah. He kept bringing them over, kept bringing them over, and he was drinking too. So Ryan and his wife, and then another couple were backstage, and uh, Ryan was next to Kevin and looking pretty drunk himself, and then he just sort of blurted out a little uh, a little puke. Onto Kevin's uh, side, onto your shoulder. I was sitting next to him. Yeah, and he—it uh, was a total shock and surprise. A total shock. So surprising, nobody moved. Yeah. You didn't even jump up. You—you you went, hey, you puked on me. Well, because it didn't—it didn't look like he was in that kind of puke mode. I mean, he was definitely wasted, but it didn't look like he was going to puke necessarily. Yeah, but he did. And then we—we we still didn't move. You said, hey, he, he, you puked on me, and and then he puked on himself right and then you got up so you know that happened <laughs> that ended the night kind of. that actually did end the night that was when it was time to go home which is fine we had to get up and we had to drive to Minnesota which is exciting because now we're going to one of our favorite places which is uh, Minneapolis Minneapolis the Twin Cities we're doing a show um, tonight at the at Mill City Nights a Sunday night show yeah and it's going to be a good one because we always have a good time in uh, in, in Minnesota. We've uh, we've done a, a bunch of charity work. Yeah, uh, we've done a lot of fun shows there. We've done some shows here. We've done, uh, but you know, with like we come to some uh, NHL charity work uh, events. We do the Sean Podine Team Twenty Five. Yep. Um, which is a good one. It's for uh, a, a, a disease called ataxia. Um, and it raises money for the families because uh, this disease is so debilitating, but so rare that the government doesn't really fund any research uh, for it. And so, you know, you can you can look it up. I don't want to go too too much into it, but it's a really good cause. This this charity event, um, but things get a little crazy. 
Well, it's like a it's like a bunch of NHL players looking to get drunk, and those guys can drink those NHL. They can, yeah. So the way it goes is like you know, at night you have these parties, and then during the day, like you'll have the golf tournament, you'll have a silent auction, a live auction, and uh, but then at night, you know, things get pretty crazy. So, so like, I mean, one year you got attacked by a. I did. Well, Sean Claudine, I don't know what he wanted to do. He he wanted to like make love to me, or he wanted. Why to... wouldn't he? Right, I don't know what it was, but he got like blackout drunk, and then he was after me. He was. Like, he, w- he was. Ch- he was chasing me down. He was naked. He took his clothes off. We were outside this bar or whatever it was, like out you know in the middle of nowhere, one of these bars, like a roadhouse type bar, in the parking lot. Yeah. And he starts chasing me, buck naked, buck naked, and not like laughing and smiling, like like. Drunk hockey player, angry chasing Yeah, like red faced uh, sexual assault. Like to the point where, you know, I don't know what he's going to do to me. Well, you, know I mean? you didn't want to stick around and find out either. I literally ran out of my shoes. Like I had like a flip flop on or some kind of shoe in the summertime, and I dumped them and just went barefoot across that parking lot as far away as I could go. It's actually the fastest I've ever seen you run. I think he was going to rape me. That's he, what it comes he down to. He was trying to. Yeah. I mean, that's, and he made it clear that that was his intention. Yeah. And you, you were like screaming. Yeah, it's terrifying. And and yelling and running as fast. It was like you had that Incredible Hulk strength going, but in the stamina department. Yeah. Like I know you. I've seen you run the bases on our softball team. Right. You know, you've got about ninety feet in you before you start sure. slowing down. Sure. Not on this night. Very short bursts. Not on this night. Yeah, and it was one of those things where you like. It's like a horror movie. You know the killer's going to catch you. You can't get away from the killer. At some point, they're going to catch you. Yeah. Because uh, he's this guy. He's a retired NHL hockey player. He's still in fantastic shape. He's just sure, ripped. He's great, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was great. He's great. <laughs> yeah, he was great. All naked. Uh, his sinewy. Ultimately, like his attention shifted to something else. Like you, maybe another or, target. Yeah. Well, I think I think like you sat on his lap in the car on the way home or something like that. Uh, or he, he sat on your lap or something like. that. He sat on my lap. It got dis- the, it got diffused. Well, he passed out. Yeah. He sat on my lap and passed out. Right. So uh, that's how he got saved. Yeah. Yeah, but no, what it was, was he decided, it's like, you know, one of those things where, like, the bear finds another piece of meat that's closer, like, right, right. at one point you ran by somebody else that he decided sure. he wanted to fuck. The zombie kind of veered off towards another yeah. live body to eat. Yeah, right. and, and caught him. <laughs> but, uh, and it looked horrible. <laughs> it looked like it was horrible. Those, uh, it's funny, I remember the, fir- the first year we went to his charity event, uh, I had an experience where, um... The news crews had come to interview people, right? And uh, you know, and what it is, it basically it's it's just like a it's an event that revolves around a golf tournament, right? And uh, so a bunch of celebrities go, and uh, you know, mostly NHL hockey players, but then like you know, Brad Paisley goes every year, right? Wasn't there a funny story about that? Yeah. So like when I first met Brad Paisley, this is like probably ten years ago. Sure. This is my first NHL charity event. Yep. And we're on the press line, and I'm, I'm waiting to be interviewed. Uh, and he was being interviewed. Right. And when he was done, there was a little downtime before I went up there, and I was talking to him. I was like, so... I had no idea who he was. And I was like, so what do He's you do? He's only, like, one of the biggest country stars... Ever. ...in the world. Yeah. Right. But this is, like... This is right before he blew up. Okay. And uh, I was like, hey, dude, what uh, what do you do? And he said, oh, I'm a, I'm a singer. And I was like, oh, are you in a, uh, a band or something? 
And he said, no, no, I'm a, I'm a solo act. And I was like, oh, okay, well, good luck to you. <laughs> and he said, okay, thanks. And walked away. And then literally, like, the next week when I was back at home in Los Angeles, I had the New York Times, like, is like the country music, like a special country music pullout. And he was on the, the cover of it. And it was like, Brad Paisley electrifies or something like that. And I was like, holy shit, that's the dude I met. And then, like, the Grammys were, were, like, the following weekend, and that was when he won, like, eight Grammys or something. And literally for the entire year following that, I could not escape Brad Paisley's photo. Do you think that he ever thought about that moment with you ever again, or no? No, no, he probably had no fucking clue. Right. I mean, he obviously had no idea uh, who I was, nor did he want to meet me after that. Sure. But uh, I did tell him the story the following year, and he remembered it, and we got a kick out oh, of it. Okay, okay. So you, you had your chance to come back around with him... Well, I'd, and, and I'd, have a good laugh about it because it ate at me. Hey, Mr. Paisley, hey, how's it going? I don't remember <laughs> me last year. I didn't remember you. I didn't yeah. know who you were. Yeah, I don't. Remember. And now I know that you're a superstar. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I never would have said anything. I knew you were such a gigantic superstar. <laughs> um, could I have an autograph? Would you mind taking a picture? Can I can I offer you a shot of uh, Jägermeister? Would you like some Lingwing beer? And now you listen to Brad Paisley all the time, right? He's my boy. You have all his albums. He's my boy. Right. Um, no, but it was like it really. I you ever like do something and you feel like a rube the next day? Sure. And then you sure. you know you begin to forget about it. This wasn't like that. Like Brad Paisley's image was everywhere. He, sure. He was following me around, mocking me. Yeah, you were you were like you were like one of those like old people who doesn't know the young stars of the day kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, hey, Brad Pitt. Oh, hey, I never heard of you. Good I don't know your career. Who was it? Bradley Paisley? Paisley is it? Good yeah. luck with your music. So that was embarrassing. But I love I love Minnesota. I you know, Minnesota's got a lot of awesome things about it. Sure. It like uh, like beautiful women. Beautiful women. Beautiful women. Blonde, a lot of blonde, beautiful women. A lot of Swedish women. Yeah. You know how I, I feel about the Swedish women. I know you love the Swedes. I mean this is no longer I'm I'm a married man and I'm a faithfully married man. Um, but you know back in the day those Minnesota women could turn my eye. Sure. Have I ever done my Im- impression for you of, uh, of a Minnesota girl having sex? I don't think you have. Would you like me to? I would love to hear that. Okay. This Especially is my... as we drive into Minnesota. I think we just crossed the border. Okay. Yeah, I hate her. Okay, this is my impression of a Minnesota girl having sex. Okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right there. Oh, right there. Right there, right there, right there, 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 oh, yeah, hey, there, oh, all right, I'm going to go get some walleye. That's good. That's it. That's good, and you've made love to a Minneapolis or Minnesota woman, and that's what they've done? That's what they do. All of them, right? Every single last one of them, yeah, hey, there. I'm starving. Let's go get some walleye. You dated a Minnesota girl, though. I right? I, I kind not, of. No, no. I I mean, I had uh, I had a really weird experience with uh, with a Minnesota girl. Like, uh, would you call it dalliance? Was it a dalliance? I, I I did have a dalliance. A tryst. Well, Maybe. it was not. You know, it didn't have the greatest ending. It started off fine. Like, uh, it was my very first year. Or second year, and um, I hooked up with a with a girl at the at the charity event. Okay. And 
then nice Minnesota girl. Yeah, and and it, but it was like you know, the, the it, you know I brought out the bad in her. Sure. And uh, as you do. And and you know we we had a, a two night stand. It was you know for the weekend, and you know and it was fun. And you know we kept in touch after that. Nothing you know nothing crazy like the road just got louder it, it did it did that's you're like the loud road police here i know now we just hit some bad stretch of highway man this drives you crazy doesn't it well you know you want the audio to be good the, they can hear our voices just fine yeah maybe and plus a lot of people are listening to this in their car so they just think it's their car noise it's their, it's their road yeah right now there are people listening to this who are going like oh man our road just got loud wow little do they know it's actually the podcast sure um, but that's the nature of this episode. It's the road episode. Okay. It's the road episode. It's the roadcast. A roadcast. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, so this Minnesota girl and I, we, I had a uh, like a free pass on North uh, West Airlines or something like that. Sure. Is that an airline, Northwest? Yes. Yeah. And uh, so we agreed to have a little sexual rendezvous. Oh wow! And this is probably In like Minnesota. Yeah. Because okay. I could fly anywhere And that was a destination I said, hey, I'm going to come Let's have a little rendezvous okay. A little sex weekend Wow, okay You know, like you sometimes do when you I don't know I don't know no. but, uh, You know what? I don't believe that, Kevin Because I knew you I knew you back in the day Yeah But anyway um, So we agreed to rendezvous And we were going to rendezvous in Minneapolis Okay And I got a hotel and we were going to spend Classy. the weekend together. Yeah, and now like, like did they charge by the hour at the hotel, or was it? Uh... That's a good one, Kev. That's a good one, Kev. <laughs> Thank you. They Thank had half day much. rates. Thank you. No, this was like a nice hotel in Minneapolis. Okay. And uh, we went there, and I was excited. I was like, all right, it's going to be one of those like just purely sex, you know, weekends where you have sex, 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 and then you can go out for you know some walleye, and then you go back and have <laughs> okay. some sex, 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 right. and. Um, but, you know, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to the hangout because, like, she wasn't the funniest girl okay. in the world. Regardless, okay. we went, and uh, so she picked me up at the airport, and I look in the back seat of, of the car, and there's a cage with a little, like, a chihuahua in it. Oh, okay. And she's like, I hope you don't mind. I brought my, my dog. Oh, I didn't God. want to leave him at home for the weekend. Look at that, pigs. There's a whole truck of pigs right there. Look at that. Look at that. Truck full Live of pigs. Stock. A truck. Okay. This is America, Kevin. It is awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, so I look at the back. There's this a Chihuahua in a cage. Unbelievable. And she says, "Oh, you know, I didn't want to leave him at home for the weekend, so I, I brought him with me, if that's okay." And I was like, uh, "Is this going to be a three-way story?" <laughs> and there's a, a jar of peanut butter back there. Uh, so. Anyway, we get to the hotel. I'm going to tell the very quick version well, of this story. I'll tell you story. this, though. That would be my worst memory because I fucking hate dogs. You hate dogs. And it's also- to have that, like, you're, you're planning a nice weekend with a, with a woman and then she brings her dog to the hotel room. Yeah. Good God. Oh, by the way, this was the dead of winter. It was, like, January or something like that. It's a blizzard in, in Minneapolis. And I was like, well, now, let me ask you a question. How are you going to... Because I wasn't going to walk that dog. Sure. And I wasn't even going to go with her while she walked that dog. Sure, feed that dog. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like I, I don't mean to be callous, but this is just I, I'm I'm trying to be honest here. This was one of those sexual only weekends. I, there was not no love connection. Sure. You know, the girl, she was Well, to bring a dog though is kind of bullshit. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's like cuz there's only one thing on my mind, and that's being a dog, you know? Right? Hello, dog. Woof woof. 
What if she was like Paris Hilton though and brought her dog with her? What would you? How would you feel about it? You still be mad? No, that'd be different. Okay, that'd be different. But uh, no, but this was like because Paris Hilton, you know, she she'd pay for the weekend. You yeah, know? she would have the dog in a handbag and and uh, like a person holding the dog. Yeah, and, and someone would come and take the dog and walk it. Yeah, while you guys were having sex. Yeah, and that's I just Ooh, listen. Oh, the nice! Road just got better. A nice road. Oh, you just got better. You must be happy. So happy. Your asshole must have loosened up just really now. Really <laughs> so anyway, so she's so I'm, I'm like, and how are you gonna? How are you planning on walking that dog? I asked her, and she said, "Oh, I brought pee pee pads." Pee pee pads. So now oh my God. I'm like, oh wait a second. So the dog is gonna be going to the bathroom in the hotel room? Okay. Oh all right. God. That's okay. not. It's become a cat all of a sudden. Yeah, that's not very sexy. And so, you know, we, we're up in the room, and the first thing she does, she takes the dog, she puts a pad down, takes the dog out of the cage, and puts the dog on the pad, and she says, go patty. And the dog just, like, looks at her, and she's like, go patty. Oh go patty. Oh go patty. This and the dog isn't doing anything, and she goes, you're making mommy very angry. This is so sexy. I know. And I'm like, ugh, I hate this girl right now. It's like, I'm an hour into it. I fucking hate her. I want to go home. And she's like, you're making mommy very angry. Go potty. Go potty. And then she says, if you don't go potty, I'm going to put you back in a cage. And the dog doesn't do anything. So she picks up the dog and puts him back in the cage. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is not sexy. The dog's just going to pee in the cage. Yeah. So meanwhile, my plan was to have be having sex now. Okay. Walk in the door. Right. And just, you know, take off my clothes and start going for sure, it. Sure. It's Not worry about the dog. No. It's, oh it's called a sex rendezvous for a reason. All right, exactly. Okay? Yeah. Anyway, every 20 minutes, she pulls this dog out of the cage and says, Go potty. Yeah. Go potty. Yeah. Go potty. Ugh. You're making mommy very angry. Oh if you don't go potty, I'm going to put you back in a cage. And every Your boner must have just fucking disappeared at that point. Exactly. It was like, what boner, Kev? Exactly. What boner? It was getting inverted into my body is how not... What's the matter? You don't find me sexy? Well, no. Now, here's the thing. I, like I'm like trying to get her over to the bed. She doesn't want to go. She wants to sit on the couch. Why? At, well, I don't know. Okay. At, like she's just playing kind of hard to get. I don't like to have sex in front of in front of Bonnie. Yeah. Oh, what's, I, what's the dog's name? I don't know. Let's okay. call it Bonnie though. Okay. And uh, and so Bonnie's in the cage, and I order like room service. I got a bottle of wine up there because I'm like yeah, I gotta get things. You're smooth. I gotta get this party started. Sure. And you know, so nothing's happening. We have some. We have some wine. That we're a couple hours in. She keeps pulling the dog out to do this fucking thing. Finally, not, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm like, all right. Well, do you want to go have dinner? And she says, yeah. Let's go have dinner. I say, Let, let's find a nice restaurant. Yeah. And like Applebee's, maybe. Well, and she she goes, there's a Chili's across the street. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, like when I think a nice restaurant, I want you know nice. But if I'm already starting to cut my losses, I'm like, if I can get out of this by spending like thirty dollars on dinner tonight, I'm <laughs> that's fine with me. I haven't had any Big sex yet. I haven't had any sex. So we get to the Chili's. Yeah. We're eating the Chili's. Does the dog come with you to Chili's? The dog doesn't come with us to the Chili's. Right. She leaves it there. Um, I have a terrible time. The conversation is awful. Right. She's talking about how she can't keep a man. Have you had sex yet? I have had not had sex. Okay. Okay. Then she starts talking about how tired she is. Okay. And we go back to the hotel, and she goes to sleep after oh. after trying to get her, you know, the dog out and everything. So I have not had sex on Friday night. Okay. What's the point of flying to uh, Minnesota, right, bro? There is no point. It's called a sex rendezvous, and right now we have rendezvoused. Well, was she aware that it was a sex rendezvous? Yes. Or she was more like, let's Listen, just hang. Th- th- let me tell you how I met this girl. 
uh, we were we were on stage at the NHL charity. We came out, you know, introduced ourselves, did a little bit. Yeah. And as I was coming off the stage, she was there in a dress. She was a very attractive girl. Yeah. And she said, she was like, oh, my God, when I heard, uh, I just saw Super Troopers for the first time last week, and I heard some were coming to the charity, and I was hoping it was going to be you. Oh, wow, so she had a little crush on you. And, Stol- and Stolhansky overhears that, and he just whispers in my ear, he's like, you got to tell me every detail, dude, and just walks away. Right. Okay? Then, like, you know, within 15 minutes, she's already made it perfectly clear what's going to happen okay. that night. Okay. And I was excited about it, but, like, you know, I, I was also there to do charity work. Sure. And, and speak to the families and everything. So, I, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I have to go talk to these families, sure, but I'll catch cool. up with you later. Right, okay. And, uh, and so, you know, I did that, but the truth is, you know, we ultimately, we we got it on that night. So it wasn't right. like she was a prude. Okay. So, like, you get to this thing and you're expecting... Some more sex. Okay. And and it was one of those, like, a, like an all-nighter. And then the next day... She, so Friday night comes by. She falls asleep. What do you do? Well, I just laid in bed and watched TV. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. Yeah. No, it was terrible. Okay. Then the next day, wake up. We had, Did you walk the dog while she was sleeping? No, absolutely not. Okay. By the way, the dog hasn't gone to the bathroom. Okay. Every time she pulls it on the PV pad, it doesn't do anything. Okay. And so it's not peeing or pooping. All right. Okay. Now Saturday comes around, and I get, we get some room service. She wakes up. I try to make a move on her. Nothing. Okay. She's like, I'm hungry. I want some breakfast. Okay. So the the breakfast comes and everything, and I'm st- I'm getting annoyed. Sure. Because it's like 11 o'clock Saturday, and I haven't had sex yet. Right. And I've had to listen to her try to get that dog out and go potty, go potty. Your mommy, you're making mommy very angry. Right. I'm going to put you back in a cage again. I've heard that like ten times now. Okay. And the dog is not going to the bathroom. Okay. Right. So now she's like, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to watch a movie. Okay. And I was like, Oh my god! All right. Like like a little like an adult? No. Like you're gonna watch an adult? N- no, she didn't want to watch an adult. <laughs> she just wanted to, like you know she started looking. I was like, you know what? Go for it. I got some work to do. I started. Oh god, that's a that's a sign. Yeah. You do work? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was how, that was how I started dealing with it. I was like, well, if you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna make it clear that this sucks yeah so I start reading a script and making notes she, meanwhile she watches my super ex-girlfriend okay what now what's that that's one? the Uma Thurman okay. Rain Wilson superhero okay, gotcha. she's a superhero gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Luke Wilson I think I auditioned for that movie did you yeah for for what, the Rain Wilson part I don't part? know what it was for but yeah and uh, anyway the movie absolutely sucks I'm just like holy shit okay then you know that movie's over and I put down the script I try to make a, a move on her she's like I want to watch another movie I was like, oh, my fucking God. It's now, like, you know, 2 p.m. Okay. I'm like, fine. I've always got more work to do. Yeah, And I start working again, and she watches uh, Van Wilder. Okay, okay. Now, at least the the redeeming thing about Van Wilder was that, like, every three minutes there was gratuitous nudity in it. Sure. So I would, like, peer over the top of my script when I could tell something was going on. Right. But finally, at the end of that movie... I, I like I was so, so now we're four hours later I, four hours movie, movie time it's later. like it's now it's like 4 p.m. okay and I'm angry okay I'm like I'm all bottled up okay I've got that like bottled up anger and I uh, I finally say something to her I'm like you know this I gotta tell you this is not how I this is supposed to be going like we're here to have sex with each other right and like I don't know what is going on here but like this is terrible Right. And she's like, I don't want you to think. She's like, I know that's what you think, but I don't want you to. I, I want you to get to know the real me. 
And I was like, you know what? There's a great way to get to know somebody is to have sex with them. Sure. And then afterwards, when you're all relaxed, you like have some laughs and everything like that. I was like, right now. You're watching movies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm reading a script. Yeah. And she's like, fine, you want to have sex? Let's have sex. Oh, and I was like, boy. no. Oh, boy. I was like, this is not, that's not sexy at all. She's like, no, let's have sex with me. Let's have sex. Okay. So I had sex with her. <laughs> okay. So I was like, all right, fine. Because now this is how it's going. You know, it's like. Now, did she enjoy it? Or no? Well, of course she did. Hello. Of course Hello. she did. How could she not? Let me give me a break. Come on. Okay. Yeah, I hate her. Yeah, dare, well, dare, dare, dare. 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 It was. Um, Let me shut him up. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It, it was the most unenjoyable sex I've ever had in my life. Oh, okay. It was. I mean, it, you know, it felt good. Sure. And I got, and I got mine. Sure, okay. But it was also one of those, like, you know, those, like, unintense orgasms where you, like, just, it just, you're like, okay. You know, you, you she, Done. you know, it was just, the whole thing sucked. I mean, I, like, I, you know, I made the best of it. Okay. And then she's like, okay, by the way, so, like, tonight, you know, I thought I have some friends in town, or, you know, some friends of mine want to come meet you. Okay. Which is a hotel room? Yeah, right? They're going to spend the night here. Meanwhile, the whole dog thing is still going on. Go potty, go potty, all that. Okay. Anyway, so we're, uh, you know, we're going out to dinner that night, and, like, her friend, I don't even fucking know, but uh, we're having a meal, and it's just awful. Like, the conversation is so boring. I hate her. We've only had sex one time. Right. I want to go home. Okay. And I don't want to be with her anymore, and there are some people at the next table, and they recognized me. Okay. And... I was They were like Oh my god We just want to say We're big fans We love You know uh, In fact I only think I don't even know What movies had come out At that point I don't think we'd made Beer Fest yet And uh, She said uh, I, I didn't want Those people to go away From the table Because you were out Finally having like A decent conversation with somebody. with somebody And so And they were like They'd be like Okay well anyway It was nice to meet you I'd be like Oh you want to hear Another story about uh, <laughs> The making of Super no, Troopers. Don't go. Don't go. Yeah, and, don't come. and they'd be like, they'd laugh and everything, and then they'd be like, okay, well, anyway, it was nice to meet you. I'd be like, oh, hey, you know, you know what? That reminds me. Uh, when we make Club Dread, and they were getting weirded out by me, they're like, well, he won't let us go. Right. Then the girl says to me, she's like, I want you to know something. This is the best date I've ever been on. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, in my mind, I'm like, that's what a coincidence, because I'm thinking this is the worst date I've ever been on. Okay. Like, I hate you. Okay. And I hate this. Anyway. So then she says, oh, by the way, you know, we're going to a bar to meet my friends. There might be a guy there. There's probably going to be a guy there that uh, I, I want to flirt with. Okay. And I was like, say what now? And she's like, there's, there's a guy there that, like, I have a crush on. And if he's there, I just, like, would you mind if I, like, flirted with him for a while? And I was like, are you fucking serious? What the hell are you talking about? I was like, did you really just ask me that? And, she, and she's like, Steve, you don't understand. Like, this is my life here you just come in for a weekend and you know then you're gonna go and I'm gonna be back at square one like allow me to live my life and I'm like holy fucking shit why don't you live your life next weekend yeah I was like why, why are we having a sex rendezvous why don't you just not go whatever yeah okay. whole, and so finally, is this guy there or does he show up well right now first of all I realize there's only I have one exit strategy and that is to start drinking heavily okay but I'm also going to bring her down with me because I can't stand I want her to pass out and I want to pass out myself and I want the whole weekend to be over okay and so we go to this place and her friends are there and she's totally trotting me around like oh he's from Super Troopers he's from Super Troopers right. and I'm right. getting annoyed and this guy's there I'm buying everybody shots I'm buying her shots loaded. 
I'm bi- no, it's just because I want everyone get to get bombed. Okay, got it. And I want her especially to get bombed. And okay. I'm buying the dude shots. I don't. He's a perfectly nice guy. Sure. You know, her friends are looking at me like I can't believe she's doing this. I'm like, I don't even give a fuck that they feel pity for me. Right. Because I'm like, that's how much I have fucking signed <laughs> out of this weekend. Okay. I'm phoning it in. Anyway, I get everybody blasted. Okay. Including myself. Now here was the the, the problem was that I said the next morning. My flight was my flight was actually at like 3 p.m. Yeah, because I had been planning on boning all Sunday morning, sure, and then getting sure. on a plane in the afternoon. Right. I told her my flight was at 8 a.m. Okay. Because I was like, I just have to get out of here, <laughs> and, and I was like, you would rather go sit in the airport for five hours. Yeah. Than, and spend uh, another second with this girl. Okay. And okay. Uh, in fact, I think hung I hung over. Yeah, totally hung over, and I think I even said to her something like, I really like to get to the airport two hours in advance, so let's <laughs> leave at five. <laughs> And so, like, we peel ourselves out about at five in the morning. She tells her dog one more time, go potty, go potty, go potty. You're making mommy very angry. Did you have sex the night before? No. Okay. We had sex the one time. Okay, one time. Okay. All right. And so then, now I, and then I couldn't out. stomach it anymore. Sure. Now you're going to the airport. Now we're, okay, so now we're going to the airport in the blizzard. And wouldn't you know it, this is when the dog finally decides to take a shit. In the cage. In the car? In the car, in the cage. Okay. And the fucking car just oh stinks. Oh, my God. It's oh awful. God. And so the choice is either to bear it. Okay. Or open the window to breathe, but it's a fucking blizzard outside. <laughs> and like an ice storm. And what's she saying? She's like, oh, good, Bonnie. Way to go. Yeah. Oh, Mommy's so happy. So proud of you. No. She was hungover as hell. We didn't say one word. Okay. We didn't say a single word to each other. I opted for the window open, by the way. Okay. So I'm sitting there looking out the window. Like, my eyes are tearing from how cold it is. <laughs> There's, like, icicles in my hair. Gagging. Oh. Yeah, you can still smell the shit. We're not saying a word. I'm still so angry. And uh, and, fr- and we got to the airport. I literally opened the door. I got my bag and shut the door and just left. Never okay. said goodbye. Okay. Never never spoke again. Okay. You have never emailed? Never. Not once. Will she be at the show tonight? I hope so. I hope so. Because, you know, forgive and forget. Yeah. Kev. I mean, uh, yet you still love Minneapolis. Love this place. You just had that bad, one bad I had a bad little sexual rendezvous. But that happens. You live and you learn. Let me just tell you this. I've contacted that girl. I invited her to the show tonight. Okay. With her dog. Okay, with Bonnie? Yeah. You put a Bonnie plus uh, one? Yeah. So, uh, don't be surprised when you see her. Okay. All right. Well, what a wonderful rendezvous it's going to be. Well, listen, I'm I'm married now. I'm a, I'm a one woman man. Sure. That's sure. it. No, I got you. No, with uh, no dogs. Well, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great if like you just had a little potty pad and somebody could say to you, "Go potty, go potty," and you know you go to the bathroom. No. No, you wouldn't like that. Uh, not really. I wouldn't either. No, that, that'd be unsanitary. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, 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 Boy, that's a good Minnesota story. That's a Minnesota story right there. All right, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Chapter five. This is chapter five of our road trip podcast. And we're backstage, Minneapolis, Mill City Nights. We've got an awesome crowd out there. And we have a special guest star. Oh, my God. A special guest who will be joining us in the show tonight. Very exciting. Should we reveal who it is? How about if I sing for them and they can guess? I okay. feel like when I come to Mill City, I can't help but Let's sing. Mill City, Mill City Nights. Holy shit, we've been singing that all week. You got me running. 
I love it. You love may it. know that voice as the one and only Eric Stolhansky. Yes, sir. Eric. Applause. Let's actually fuck it. Let's chew, Let's chew it. I actually met some gentleman last night. I went to watch the uh, game five. Yeah. Oh, the hockey game last night. And somebody yeah. asked me, when are you going to be on Chew It? Right. Last night. Right. Oh, and really? Tonight, I'm on Chew It. Here you are. Here watching you guys chew it. Yeah. yeah. This Here is, you are. You That's just exciting. chewed it. What That's unbelievable. You chewed it. I was eating a uh, buffalo uh, chicken sandwich. Is that what you're going to order? I was thinking about it, but they have so many delicious walleye items on here. Uh, you love walleye here in Minnesota, don't you? Walleye in Minnesota, boy. That's, yeah, like, hey. that's mother's milk for the Minnesota. It really is. Like, uh, Lemmy and Solhansky are, uh, are going through a walleye fish menu to just try to decide what to order from the walleye store next door. Mm. Well, because, I mean, you know, we have to eat something. And it's like, why would you go to... Um, Vancouver and not have the salmon? Or why would you go to Austin and not have a Frito pie? We're in Minnesota now. What do they eat in Minnesota? You get either wild rice soup or walleye. Okay. Right? Uh, What? (laughs) Those are sort of the two Minnesota things. Are they? You tell me. Yes. Okay. Is that what you tell me? You tell me. There's walleye fingers. Maybe I should get walleye fingers. I'm having walleye fingers. Do it. Yeah, you're going to get boneless chicken wings, but you can get that anywhere. You can get that at your next stop. You could have gotten that last night at your last in stop Des Moines. in Des Moines. Yeah. You know, you know what though? It's funny that you say that because um, where we ate yesterday on the road between Chicago and Des Moines, the waitress made the same pitch to us when she said, uh, "We have a special cheeseburger chowder for lunch today." There is the potato soup, which you could have. You could have the potato soup, but you could get that here any day. Right. Right. So but, eat the cheeseburger chowder. So have the cheeseburger so chowder. Did. Was it good? It was great. It was delicious. But it probably is still. Caked around my heart right now. Oh yeah, That's probably what it is. Right now it's butt fucking your colon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. What? So this is a pleasure to have Stolhansky here. Hey, it? thanks for having me. You're the uh, you're the today. third, fourth. You're the fourth lizard to come on, chewing it. Because uh, Jay we haven't had Soder yet. We have not. Jay, okay. Had on. Okay. Because you guys are the host. Soder's next. Right. Yeah. Soder will be the final. We had to come to, to Minneapolis to get you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and here we are. But that's cool because you're 10, worth it. Because you're worth it. And it, it, the waiting is worth it, isn't it? It what is. They say, yeah. This is, it's already better than I imagined. Uh, it it's delightful. Yeah. Delightful. How's your uh, summer been? So in, far, in so Minnesota. good. Long winter here. Very really? long winter. Yeah. We it's, had a, a it blizzard. Me of that blizzard. Rolling Stone song, Winter. Go on. Or like Game of Thrones. A oh. long winter's coming. Oh, winter's coming. Winter's coming. Is this, would you say Minneapolis is like Westeros? I would say we are like the, the Starks' home. Right, the oh, north Winterfell. Uh, Winterfell. Winterfell. Okay. Yes. And, and or beyond the, white the wall. wall. Beyond the wall is Canada. That's Canada, yeah. Yeah. That's where all the zombies are. Beyond the wall is Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is what is Minnesota's biggest rival? Like for instance, tonight we're gonna go out and make fun of somebody. Green Bay Packers. So Green Bay? Hell yeah, cheeseheads. Okay. So Wisconsin. Wisco. The people yeah. from Wisco? Yeah. Uh, I think we get along pretty well with the Wisco kids, but um, I'd say the Green Bay Packers, you know, are pretty big rivals. But Chicago Bears. I don't necessarily mean like sports rivals. I okay. mean like, like state if, rivals. State rivals? Yeah, if you're going to make fun of people, We're you know. too nice here. Well, but if like you're in New York, you make fun of New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if oh, you're, okay. he, who do you make fun of? Uh, I don't know. Like North Dakota? Because uh, they're too nice. He can't eat so nice. He can't eat I like everybody. I can't everybody. even say anything about it. It's like you when we would do those whole, like those hypothetical situations. Yeah, yeah, like, which would it. you rather do? Like, get butt fucked by Patrick Ewing or, right. uh, you know, French kiss Carl Malone? You'd be like, right. I'm not answering that because it would never happen. That's right. sort of how Super Troopers came about, partially, right? When Heffernan, we'd ask him about if you looked over and saw a bear in the woods, a guy having sex with a bear in the woods, 
what would you do? And Heffernan right. Heffern would say, I'm not, I don't know. Hypothetical, I don't play that game. Yeah, I don't deal in hypotheticals. That's right. That's right. He said, well, I wouldn't look because it would never happen. We're like, but what if it did happen? He's like, but it, it would never happen. Just shut up, Heffernan. But then it happened. But then it happened because we put it in the movie. It's true. It's true. Stelhansky fucked a bear in the movie. No, did. delightful. Kissed a bear. Kissed made out. Oh, as, as my mother would say. Right? Yeah, my mother said I was making Come out with a bear. My mother said I was making out with the bear. <laughs> has she has she embraced that yet? Like has has she fully accepted that it's more than just making out? I don't know if she ever will. I don't know if she ever will. <laughs> I mean, she's a good person. She's a good Minnesota nice person. Sure, but people love that scene. Sure. And who hasn't dreamed of that? I know it. Making love to a really generous bear. I'm going to do a joke about it today. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, you really are, aren't you? Yeah. You're in bear country. I know it. So they'll love it. This is bear country? Sure. Right a little farther north. A couple hours north. Okay. Like there are... Because where we were yesterday in Des Moines, there are deers walking through the street. Or deer. Yeah, there's a ton of deer around here. Yeah. I saw a three-legged deer the other day, and I felt a lot of empathy for it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was missing a leg. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. What right did you do? Right over by my in-laws. A very, it was like five minutes from downtown. Did you get out of the car? and I stopped. Oh, you did? I stopped and looked at it. And we we, yeah. we did, went eye to eye. You whispered at that deer? <laughs> I did. It didn't run away. Of course not. No. I it bet felt it felt a... It'd be cool if like one day you saw that deer again and it had like a human prosthetic leg. <laughs> I should yeah. leave it. I should leave one of yeah, my old you ones. You just put the old human prosthetic leg on the deer stump. <laughs> And it would look fucking awesome. What if it was like... It would. It would have to be Stolhansky's shower leg for when it went, like, you know, sipping in the brook. Right. And, like, walking through the marshes, you want one that's waterproof. Sure. Right. I was wondering what happened to it on Friday in the huge storm here. Oh, then maybe it didn't get out of the way of a tree in time. Woo! It came down hard. Not true, because those... The ones with less legs, like a three-legged deer, has learned to survive. That's true. How do you think that it lost that leg? I mean, did something, like, bit it off, or...? Caught a trap? That's a good question. That's a good yeah. question. That could be like the zombies coming. That's like sure. World War Z shit. I know it. Yeah. It was a zombie deer. <laughs> Listen to this crowd. We got a pretty good sound. Yeah, good sound. There, man. Good World crowd, War DZ. <laughs> deer Z. Deer zombie. Like if you listen to this crowd, this Minnesota crowd, the, the general murmur is a little different. It's like a, yeah, hey there, yeah, what's up there? How's it going oh, out there? Oh, gosh, this is going to be good, eh? It's going to be funny, oh, eh? Oh, yeah, hey right? there. Oh, yeah. How's yeah. your um, Minnesota accent these days? Oh, pretty good, Kev. Is it coming uh, back? Yeah, I guess. Oh, so, <laughs> lots of so's. How, how are your values now? Have they improved since you've left Los Angeles? Oh, I would think so, yes. That was a hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> lots I, of heathens there. Lots of sin out there. Lots of sin Have out there. Have you been going to church? Uh, I went from the city of angels to the city of more angels. Oh, okay. Like like okay. Right? Okay. I like that. That's a good line. That's a good line. What's a good, like, uh, pickup line for a Minnesota girl? Like, how do you get a Minnesota girl in the sack? You want to go get some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> There's an ice cream social on Saturday. Want to join me? Oh, like Let's that. go have some ice cream. Okay. Let's go have some ice cream. There's Dairy Queen. Uh... <laughs> McDonald's has a nice officer. Okay. Culver's has a real tasty uh, shake. Stone Cold Creamery, do you have that here? Sure. It's delicious. Sebastian Joe's is big. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, you're going to go on stage. Yeah. It's been, when's the last time you're on a stage? Woo! I mean, uh, you go you go to do speaking things like that. Uh, yeah, I'm on Being stage. On stage. All, I'm on stage all the time. Right, but usually for comedy, comedy. So shut the fuck up. I know. I, I, I phrased the question wrong. Sure. Yeah. Um, you should think before you speak. Sorry. The guys, speak, the guys on stage more than you. you no, I know. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to say, like, in a comedy show. Sure, uh, stand up He's doing more noble stuff, and now, you know, we're in a comedy show. He's He performs for the heart. Sure. We just shill ourselves out. For the heart or from the heart? 
Both. Yeah. We just do <laughs> dick jokes. We do dick jokes. Eric does stuff. It's, he's like the soup of performers. Like it's it's hearty. Okay. It's good what are you gonna go? What are you gonna do up here? You gonna go do some? What are you gonna do tonight? As a little guest. What am I gonna do for tonight? What are you gonna do? I have a special outfit that I'm gonna wear. Like what? Well, I was talking to you guys before a couple weeks ago, and I told you that I was gonna come out as somebody. Yeah. And uh, and it started as a joke. Yeah. But then uh, Steve put my feet to the fire by uh, in social media. Saying, I'm going to hold you to this. Okay. Look, should we just say what it is? Because it's, 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 it's not live. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. What we're going to do is you're going to say it, and okay. then we're going to have a picture of you on our Facebook. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. I'm going to do my set this evening dressed as Shirley Temple. Okay, but now you have to do it because you said it. I did. You, you did it. I did. Said it. It. And you have a Shirley Temple I do. costume that my wife that, made. She, oh whipped, my God. she whipped that up. That is so awesome looking. We went to Goodwill, got that purple dress. And then she sewed collars and all sorts of stuff. My God, that's an awesome thing. And does it fit? Did you try it out? Oh, yeah. She made it for me. I mean, that, that dress is very short. You might see some nibbles and bits. Okay. okay. And oh, are you, there's a kibbles and bits. And are you going to really sing a song, or are you going to do your set in that outfit? I'm more just going to do my set. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe you should wait to see it. Well, these people won't see it. That's oh, why I'm trying to help them. It's a great point. It's a great point. It's a great point. I did bring a lollipop. It's a great point. Well, we're look at this. You can tell it's our fifth day in a row with each other. <laughs> How do you guys do it? Like, I I remember when I was in high school and I worked with my buddy Tom Cochran. We did a, a job. We had a job together. Yeah, and I every think you day, mean Tom Cochran, don't Tom you? Tom Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> and we would drive uh, in a car together. We worked together to the point where we got so fed up with each other. We fought so much that there's yeah. one point when I stopped the car and I said, "Get out." <laughs> And I made him get out of the car. <laughs> and he did? No, I don't know if he did. And he hitchhiked? He told me to get lost and start to keep driving. Damn yeah, it, Stolianski. <laughs> we haven't had that yet. We haven't been in one fight, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, we, we've had a few creative uh, tiffs, disagreements about things. Sure. But, there, you know, it's like with the creative difference, there's only one way to solve that. It's like, all right, trot it out there. But we'll we, I don't even think we've had many of those. No. We, you know, it just by the end of the five days, it's like, you know, talk stop to talking. Yeah, you don't talk to the guy anymore. And this was different, too, because we were, like, 20 hours in a car together. Wow. This, yeah. KC to Milwaukee, that's a long yeah. drive. But that's also, you know, it's interesting, because I, I, I found myself thinking that actually it was bringing us closer together. Oh. Because it was like going through, you know, it was like we were enduring something, like, uh, really horrible. I guess, but maybe it was more like husband and wife. Like, you know, you're in the car for a long time, and then you just stop talking to each other. Right. Yeah. There's nothing more to talk ride about. ride in silence. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't even notice that silence, because... The only because it's like a married couple, you don't notice yeah. the silence. Yeah, that's right, it just is. But that means that we're very comfortable with each other. It's true. true. You're comfortable in silences. But like when it, yeah. things got silent and boring, we would do podcasts. Uh, yeah. So we pulled this thing out. Throw a CD in or anything. Shoot the or shit. Right. Oh, you know, we listen. iPod. We listen to in, around Chicago. We listen to some blues stations. Nice. Get a little feel. Yeah, yeah. Flavor, local yeah. feel. And, like, uh, you read Keith Richards' biography. Yeah, That's, I did, too. Yeah, what did you? Yeah, I did. Great book. We all read it. Yeah, we all read it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, that, there's that trip when he talks about going to Chicago and seeing the blues bands. Yeah. That was a great little story. Yeah, yeah. So Tell it. Well, I don't remember all the details of it, except for he he was pretty... Uh, you shot up or something. I don't remember the details. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. But that's I love what that makes it such a good story. Yeah, such a that's great why story. It's so up. great that yeah. I can't remember yeah. it. You know so what? I good. love that one story that, that I don't know the details of. I guess it reminds me because I know that they love the blues so much. Yeah. And then they finally did a, a pilgrimage to Chicago to yeah. see those blues musicians. Yeah, yeah. and they, they... That was more than... That was most, mostly it, I think. And they went to the, the recording studio and they found uh, Muddy Waters painting the walls there. That was what he was doing for spare cash. Uh. 
Interesting. Yeah, and so then they did a show with him. Was he painting it with muddy water? What's up? Or was he painting it black? What? All right, sorry, we got the call that we're going on stage. Woo! So, you excited? Um, you guys I apologize, we cut out real quick. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're back in. No, I feel pretty good. This is the last night. Oh, there's a, there's a beer popping. There's just a yeah. beer popping right there. Yep. What is that beer? Uh, this is Grain Belt. This is a Minneapolis beer. Okay. Been around for a long time. Very Grain cool, Belt. Very cool brewery just down the road. All right, I'm going to drink that. some of that. I'm going to drink some beer. of that shit. Beer. Brain Belt. Okay, so they... Here, hold that up by your We're getting ready to get on. Go on. They're calling us on. So, uh... We'll go do the show, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you guys again. Thanks, Mink. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks in the for show. inviting me. Uh, let's let's take it out. That's the end of the episode. Let's chew it oh. on the way out. Are we not going to say goodbye tomorrow? Oh, we can't say okay. goodbye tomorrow. Let's okay. just chew anyway. It's Lancy. Good chewer. It's good chewer. Put some teeth in there. Mm-hmm. Get my, mm-hmm. my chompers. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, we made it back to L.A. in one piece. Uh, we were going to record one last little segment, but our recorder died. That's a bummer. But that's okay. Uh, we had a great trip, and uh, that last Minnesota show was fantastic. place was packed. place called Mill City Nights. Great place for a show. We had a lot of good friends come out. And what a great surprise, Stolhansky. We got Stolhansky up there with us. And, uh, yes, he literally wore a Shirley Temple outfit on stage. We, uh, we'll put it up on our site. It'll be up on Facebook at Heffern and Lemmy. Uh, and uh, we'll throw up the picture on Instagram, Heffern and Lemmy. Uh, so check it out. Real funny. Uh, Slahansky did a set, and it was a blast having him with us. And uh, it really capped off that trip. Um, so uh, I hope you guys liked it. You know, we had a great time out there on the road, and I want to really thank everyone who came out and saw the shows. Uh, such great audiences everywhere. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing uh, some great audiences up in the Pacific Northwest soon. Um, but anyway, that's it, man. That's our, that's our little road trip podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, uh, I hope you felt like maybe you were out on the road with us. Uh, because uh, we had a great time. Um, okay, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Keep chewing it. Now leaving Nerdist.com.